Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibility. I say one Mississippi, there's a magnolia tree. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio right here on the Lexi's Back Bay, I hope you're having a great day. This is where we celebrate every single Monday at lunchtime. The world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi, and boy, are they world-class. What a great time of the year to be in uh, this incredible state. I want to thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi radio network or on Supertalk TV at Seaspire TV. But if you're listening on Facebook or YouTube or your favorite podcast, it's September the 26th, 2022. I hope you had a great weekend. We, we had a good weekend. We spent uh, some time up at our little family hunting club. We call it Delta Bluffs. I lease three separate farms in the Mississippi Delta. And uh, it's that time of year, man. The, the farmers are beginning to finish their harvest, and we're starting to turn some ground and getting ready to, to plant some food plots. And my biggest observation, actually, about this past weekend is how dry it was. I know I mentioned that last Monday, but I got to see it with my own eyes this weekend. Man, dust, clouds all over. Listen, by the way, it's great for the farmers because they're getting, they're getting their crops out and they're not having to deal with a bunch of heavy rain. So this has been perfect conditions to, to harvest their crops. Um, we're just hoping now that we get a little bit of rain so we can uh, you know, start to put some seeds down and uh, get the food plants going. But it was a beautiful weekend in the Mississippi Delta. It was hot. For sure it was hot, but it was great to spend some time up there. And then I got home late Saturday, and it was a beautiful weekend in coastal Mississippi. So as I often say, I'm operating from the Foundation Studio right here on Biloxi's Back Bay. And as you know, I spent a lot of time offshore and doing the backwater fishing here in coastal Mississippi. And all the reports are incredible, both offshore and backwaters. Just incredible. We've had uh, the reports that I'm, I'm getting. A lot, of, lot related to the weather has been great for, for fishing. And uh, so, you know, again, world-class fishing here in coastal Mississippi. Hey, listen, I mentioned last week that my son Jordan, uh, two weekends ago, was uh, trimming a tree and cut his, his uh, ring finger. Um, it wasn't a large cut, but it was to the bone and unfortunately needed to have uh, some, some medical care. Instead of going to, uh, to get some care up in the Mississippi Delta, they just kind of, you know, packed it up and headed back to the, back to uh, coastal Mississippi. He went to Singer River Health System in Gupport and they did a great job in the emergency room. I met him there and he got stitched up and got some antibiotics and, a tetanus shot and, and uh, looked at it yesterday. is healing really well. He's got a few more days to go with his stitches, but he'll uh, he'll be fine. But the point is that as I end each show, every single uh, Super Talk Outdoor show, I always say, stay safe when you're in the outdoors. Don't drop your guard. 
And uh, something as simple as like trimming a, a branch and having your, your your hand in the wrong place. Jordan said actually that he he really thought he had you know he he said initially he had his hand in in the, in the wrong spot. He literally adjusted his hand to a different spot, and uh, the knife slipped and cut through his cut through his glove. And uh, you know the rest is kind of history. But I mentioned that I'm going to invite my friend Chris Gers, uh, who is on the foundation board, incidentally, and a really good friend, someone I've enjoyed hunting with and getting to know better. But Chris is uh, Chris is, has a bone chilling story. I thank God no one was hurt seriously about a, a mishap that occurred at his camp in the Mississippi River last year. And it's a, really just another example of when you're in the outdoors, especially hunting or fishing, you you have to really pay attention because the moment you drop your guard. It could really be the end of someone's life, and this is kind of what the show is going to be about today. So, I want to invite my my friend Chris Gers to uh, to back to Super Talk Outdoors. How you doing, Chris? Great, Ricky. Thanks for having me. Good to good to hear you and see you. I know we haven't seen each other in a few weeks, and I know you've been busy in the outdoors. And Kyle, I want to say a special thanks to you for all you do to make this show happen. And it's it's hard to make Ricky look good, but you do it. So, <laughs> thanks thanks for all you do. I appreciate it. Kyle is the man. You know, we're we're really privileged to have him, and you know, he's been a great partner for me, both for Super Talk Outdoors and my show Coast View here on the coast. Really, really, just a terrific partner. I'm, I, I think the world of Kyle, and he is the jack of all trades. That is for sure. Hey, Chris, before we get into sort of safety and the message for today, I want to I want to do a nod real quick to something that's really important. Uh, folks are watching. Uh, Hurricane uh, Ian, and uh, we're we're you know, we're thrilled here in coastal Mississippi that it, at least at the point certainly doesn't look like that's going to be the case. We're not in the cone. The conditions are very much so that it looks like this is going to be a Florida hurricane. But um, but the reality is it, it's uh, looking like uh, the models are, were right for for many many days now. They've been signaling that there will be a major storm in the Gulf of Mexico, and Hurricane Ian has written on it all the makings of a monster, and it looks like it's headed toward uh, the general vicinity of Tampa. Some of, some of the models uh, on that are not good at all for Tampa. I have a, have a very, very close friend who lives there, my family, a family that lives there, and uh, you're from Florida, and uh, you, of course you have a sort of family place there still, and you own a restaurant, and you're actually at the restaurant as we speak, and in, in the uh, you know just just south of Tallahassee is probably the best way to describe where you're located. But um, tell me about your prep and sort of what you guys were thinking at this at this at this state of the of the uh, situation. Sure. Well, the, the important thing, you know, being Panama City native, no no uh, stranger to to the tropical systems and storms that come along, and moved to Mississippi in '93. 94 to do government finance work for cities and counties and of course you know you were right there front row seat to Katrina and the devastation what what most of Mississippians have most hurricanes and um, I've done a lot of, of the recovery work for a lot of cities and counties and utility authorities and you know lo and behold my brother and I acquire our cousin's family restaurant that sits right out over the water on O'Clockney Bay as you mentioned, 30 miles south of Tallahassee, and uh, and we've been getting ready for the last few days just in advance. Didn't want to wait to the last minute because there's so much prep that has to be done for this building and and uh, where we're at. But uh, knock on wood, we're ready, and uh, what will be will be. And we'll 
make a go of it. Yeah, I had, uh, back in my newspaper days, the Bradenton newspaper actually reported to me, so I spent a lot of time there, and I, and of course, I, since I have family there, I really studied the, the re- reality of uh, what a direct hit would be on Tampa. They haven't had a direct hit. Uh, Tarpon Springs got a, a direct hit uh, in 2000, excuse me, in uh, 19, uh, 1921, and before that, it was like the mid-1800s. It's very rare, actually, for, for Tampa to take a direct hit. We're not sure, uh, you know, obviously, that in this case, it's going to take a direct hit, but certainly the models suggest that there could be a stalling um, a major st- uh, storm off the coast of uh, Tampa. And then, then there's a little bit fuzziness in the models. It could head off toward Apalachicola. It could it could go on in at Tampa or, some, or any point in between. So, but it, but hopefully it will continue to move forward slowly and and become weaker. And uh, and that's what you could hope for at this stage of the game. But I'm I trust my friend. You're not going to take any undue risks. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Well, got a lot of people depend on you. That is for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. And since you're in the uh, sort of disaster recovery business, from a finance point of view, uh, there, you know, you you are very gifted in that world, and you'll be, I'm sure, uh, someone that's sought after in Florida, just as you were in Mississippi after the storm. If if all of the models turn out to be what they are, so you know, unfortunately, Florida is going to be under some serious stress if this hits the way we think it might. And they're going to need all the good minds they can get. You're, yours among them. So, um, you know, maybe it's a, you know, a providential in a way that you're in that position that you can contribute in the way that you will be able to. So, good luck to you, man, and prayers to you. Thanks so much, Ricky. Thank you. You bet. So, look, uh, you, uh, you, you, the last time we were on Super Talk Outdoors together, you talked about your uncle introducing you to the outdoors in Mississippi. And, uh, you know, you and I have had good conversations about your father, who was a charter boat captain who died a couple of years ago. But what a special man he was. He literally tagged, for people who don't, a blackfish or triple tail, there, there are different names for them. But it's really sought after fish, great eating fish, wonderful sport fish. It's an amazing fish to catch on a fly. On a fly. But your dad had tagged more triple tail, I think, in the entire Gulf of Mexico than anybody else. So enjoying the outdoors is, is something that you, you know, just sort of in your DNA, isn't it? It is, Ricky, and it's, it's interesting. You know, we scheduled this call a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't know where I would be at, at this time. But I'm here, you know, in his condo, uh, you know, right next to where he passed, uh, looking out at Oaklockney Bay. And uh, his neighbor uh, invited my brother and I to fish with him yesterday. Of course, we, we couldn't go. We're trying to get ready for the storm. Uh, but but it, but his neighbor caught several triple tail and he brought us a triple tail. We had triple tail for dinner last night. Wow, that's that's incredible. We caught we caught a bu- we came up on one tree last weekend, not just this immediate weekend, but the weekend before last, and uh, it probably had thirty uh, triple tail on it. You know, it was just incredible. Hey, listen, when we come back, we're going to talk about sort of a bone chilling experience that Chris and his friends had. Uh, at their place near Vicksburg on the Mississippi River. And it's, there's a lot to learn from this experience. So we're going to talk to Chris about that when we come back on the other side. We'll see you after this break. Mississippi to this land called home. I'll breathe Mississippi till I'm dead and gone. Just carry on. I'll carry on. Mississippi. Mississippi. 
just get a job, get a career with great salary and benefits. The Mississippi Department of Corrections has just increased your salary by 10%. If you qualify, you can be a corporal, sergeant, captain, or major with base salaries ranging from over 36000 to over $47,000. Add to that retirement medical benefit packages up to 17000 more, all with paid on the job training not far from where you live. Visit MDOCMS.gov to apply today. That's MDOC.MS.gov. He takes the pin, signs the dotted line, touchdown! That's right, you'll always score big when you shop your home team, Mazda of Jackson. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the deals you'll get on every new Mazda in stock. Get super low 1.9% financing for 36 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-9s. Get 2.49% financing for 36 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-5s. And get 2.49% financing for 36 months on the all-new 2023 Mazda CX-50. Buy a new Mazda, and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile warranty. Have a trade-in? Bring it in, and we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. And remember, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Come score big at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. With proof credit on select models, see dealer for details. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janny King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. Janny King, the king of clean. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. With a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors, it's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors from the Foundation Studio. I'm thrilled to be here this morning in a beautiful situation as far as the weather is concerned across all of Mississippi. I wish I could say the same thing for our friends in Florida. Chris Gurris, who actually lives in Madison, but uh, but he has a lot of interest, uh, both family and business interest, in what will probably be um, you know the target zone of uh, of the hurricane uh, Hurricane I, uh, Ian. Excuse me, I want to say Ivan for some reason, but it's Hurricane Ian. Uh, Chris is a good friend, and uh, he has a bunch of different businesses, but 
but he loves the outdoors in Mississippi. And uh, as we say on the show all the time, you think about the deer hunting and duck hunting and and uh, uh, turkey hunting and fishing off the coast. I mean, this is this is incredible. But when you get to the Mississippi River. There is some some of the most sought after deer hunting land and opportunities in the entire world, <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating, am I, Chris? No, sir. And I've been fortunate to be able to you know go many places hunting near and far, and and uh, always love being in the Mississippi Delta and its beauty and and its its richness and 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 bounty, and just blessed to be there. And uh, can't can't wait to watch this storm pass and get back up the island. Man, I tell you. So, like, in fact, uh, we don't. I wish we'd spend a whole hour together, but we only have one more segment. This this segment together. But you just returned from Africa. You've had some terrific hunts down in Argentina just this year. So you're you're an outdoorsman's outdoorsman. But Chris, let's take a step back for a second. And um, you know, you, what you and, and and Bo have up in the Mississippi Delta is just a special place on Kings Island. And you have. You know, just like every other sort of you know, private you know, situation like that, you, you're just for family and friends, and you enjoy some wonderful times in the outdoors. And you had one of those wonderful times in the outdoors. In fact, I posted a video you took not long before this incident where two bucks were fighting, and you guys were ground level, and it was an epic fight. I mean, it got viewed you know, tens of thousands of times. And then after that, uh, things kind of went to hell in the handbasket. Why don't you kind of pick it up from there? Sure. And, you know, Ricky, I don't know that I've ever been involved with something where, you know, the highest of the highs to the to the lowest of the lows in, in minutes. Um, it was unbelievable. So I had a good friend from Tallahassee bring his son, uh, who, who's 19 years old, and uh, they visited when he was 10. And we had a great hunt at Horseshoe where you've been many, many, many times. And the young man killed a couple of does on his first deer hunt. Um, fast forward, we, we bring him back to, to Mississippi, uh, do some duck hunting for a few days, and then on the tail end of their trip, uh, we're at Kings Point in, in a stand together. Beautiful, cold morning, and we witnessed the buck fight from the stand. We get down. Uh, we get to within 30 yards of these deer, watch them fight for three minutes, and we're fortunate enough to, to, to be able to take the bigger deer point blank range 25 yards and uh just the most incredible hunt ever and we get back to uh the camp in the skin and shed and they're packing up to go home to florida and the young man's asking if he can help skin the deer i'm like we got it you know you go get ready pack up with your daddy and uh and, and my friend who had, had accompanied them from tallahassee and we'll take care of the deer no worries we got it and uh you know trying to be helpful he asked well can i do anything can i can i take the stuff up to the house and so he grabs my backpack and uh my father's gun that, that i had loaned him and goes up to uh up to the house and, and moments later uh, i hear the, the the gun go off i hear a discharge and of course that's you know never a good thing when you're hearing guns go off and you're not hunting um I make my way up to the porch, and he's on the back porch with the gun and says, you know, it, I was unloading it. It went off. It went off. And um, a minute later, uh, wasn't a minute later, a second or two later, my friend comes out. Uh, uh, the other gentleman comes out the back porch from the, from the mudroom and says, I, I've been shot. And we loaded him up, 
you know, crossed the ferry, got to River Ridge and Hospital in Vicksburg. Uh, you know, he was struck in the back of his thigh, uh, middle of the thigh, and, you know, CAT scans and uh, x-rays and all that good stuff. The bullet had lodged very close to his femur. They decided to, to leave it. It was actually a fragment of the bullet. Uh, they decided to, to leave it in him, and he, you know, made an incredible recovery. Just a few days later, he was working out and hopping rope and all that just an absolute miracle that the outcome wasn't uh, much worse but some of the takeaways you know when we shot the deer uh, I made sure the barrel was clear uh, but as a bolt action gun there were rounds in the magazine that I left in the magazine coulda shoulda fully unloaded the gun right then and there and we're not having this conversation um, we get to the skin and shed there was you know no bullet in the barrel um, but when the young man went to unload which he, he could have just put it on the gun rack and not unloaded it and we wouldn't be having this conversation uh, he cycled the bullets out and on the second one it went off so he could have dropped them out the bottom of the magazine instead of cycling them out we're not having this conversation there's so many different opportunities there um, so th there, there are many opportunities to have avoided that and um the, the neat thing, and I'll bounce around a little bit because I really haven't given this a whole lot of thought other than the fact we were going to have the conversation. But as I share that story with people, it is amazing how many people say, well, let me tell you what happened to me or let me tell you what happened to my dad, my brother, or what Joe did at the camp. And I, I really encourage people to talk about this because at the end of the day, just the thought of it, if it makes someone double-check a gun one time and that's one more accident that you know we can avoid, uh, someone that doesn't get hurt, uh, it was an absolute miracle that we didn't have a worse outcome than we had. But um, the young man was in the mudroom. The bullet went through a table twice, through a wall, hit a safe in the adjoining bedroom, uh, skid across the face of the, the safe, and a fragment of it lodges into... Um, the back of my friend's leg who was probably eight feet away from the muzzle but thank the lord he was you know there was a wall in between them um had had the young man been pointing the gun up and it went off no problem pointing it down and it went off no problem but you know he was holding it waist high uh you know parallel to the floor and uh there was our outcome so the biggest thing is just encouraging people to to be extra careful extra safe and, and, you know, what I appreciate you having me on for is just hopefully this conversation brings it to awareness. We're heading into gun season. We're just a few weeks away from, you know, folks entering the woods all across the state with high-powered rifles. And, and, you know, whether it's a rifle or it's a shotgun, you know, or a BB gun, you know, let's, let's just be aware. So, Chris, I mentioned to you actually not long before this incident, a friend of mine had a loaded he didn't, he didn't realize that it was loaded, but it was loaded. He meant to put it in unloaded, but it was loaded. In the back of his truck, he reached in to get something else out of the truck. The gun shifted, and the gun went off. I mean, he wasn't holding the gun. It just shifted and, and hit something. It went off and blew a hole at the top of his at the top of his truck. If somebody had been standing there, I mean, you, you can't, you just imagine all these possibilities. When you do have conversations with people about these kinds of incidences, you're right. It seems like everybody's got something in their past 
that they that they can recall where a gun went off or someone was in the wrong place at the wrong time or whatever. And what it reminded me to do, we've got a rule. I know you guys had this at, at Horseshoe as well, but we had a rule that says, you know, before you enter the driveway of, of our place, you got your gun needs to be unloaded. You know, don't leave your gun in your truck because we can't be sure that your gun is unloaded if it's in the truck. You know, bring it out, rack it in the in this camp, and when you come into the camp. You have to have the breach open. The breach has to be open. If you find a gun that has an unopened breach, point the gun to the ceiling, open the breach. And then we'll have conversations about whose gun that was. But, you know, there are some things you can do that can, you, know, I, you can't be overly safe on this deal, can you, Can you, Chris? Absolutely not. And, you know, you, you just sometimes take things for granted, unfortunately, because you're so accustomed to handling guns and being around guns. And, and of course, here, you know, we had a young man who uh, uh, hunted when he was much younger. And, you know, I spent three days in a duck blind with him and three, after, you know, three deer hunts with him and never witnessed anything that he did that was unsafe or concerning, never once had to correct or reprimand or hey point it this way point it that way but just in the blink of an eye you know we we shot the uh as nice and beautiful buck as you'll you'll ever see and then you know an hour later we shoot my best friend so uh, and you know what um you know some divine intervention here i've seen where that went through the wall and where it hit the safe and where those different fragments went after it hit the safe in the wall very scary, but there are some people listening to this this show today that know people that weren't so lucky, and uh, you can always remember that the end, 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 end game for this particular story could have been absolutely tragic, and we don't want it to be tragic for you, so please, please take this story in, and uh, don't ever let you yourself or the people around you drop your guard when it comes to safety, whether you're in the boat or whether you're hunting. Chris, good luck to you guys. God bless you and your family and your friends, and I uh, hope you guys do well with Hurricane Ian. Ian, excuse me. Well, thanks so much, Ricky. And if I've got a second, uh, one thing on uh, the foundation and the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship uh, Coalition and the Trust Fund. You know, we all work hard with the Mississippi Legislature and Ducks Unlimited, uh, Wildlife Mississippi, Nature Conservancy. To, to work with the legislature to enact this program. And Thursday at 2.30, uh, they convene their first board meeting. So uh, we're getting to work. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 85. Tonight, clear skies and cool, low around 53. Your Tuesday brings sunny conditions, high just to 81. Tuesday evening, clear skies, low around 56. And for your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 79. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from experience. Believe me, you need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. 
In Mississippi, fall means cooler temperatures, football, and hunting season. It also means amazing rebates from Browning Safe Company. But not just any rebate. Triple rebates. Security Joe with Discount Gun Safe says it's time to save big now on a new Browning Safe for your home or office. From now till the end of September, purchase a new in-stock Browning Safe and receive a rebate for $150, $225, or $300. That's triple the savings on Mississippi's number one choice of gun safes. Just think of what you can do with that extra money. Come visit the showroom of Discount Gun Safe, 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl, and browse from over 200 safes. Planning on building a safe room in your next dream house? Check out the Browning fire-rated and FEMA-approved vault door on display at Discount Gun Safe. If you need your new safe delivered and installed, their licensed and discreet delivery can do it for as little as $100. That's Discount Gun Safe, 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Dream. The new degree of comfort. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Frederick Bell, who is set to be released from prison today, 31 years after he killed two people, will not be granted parole just yet, according to Senator Angela Hill. Over the weekend, we um, confirmed that the notice was not run in the local paper where the murder occurred as required by Statute 47717. Uh, we contacted the Attorney General's office, and the Attorney General's office indicated to us that um, she had contacted the parole board and that he would not be uh, released until, unless or until the, the, the proper notification to the community was mm-hmm. run in the, in the local paper. The parole board nor the governor's office has responded to a request for comment from Supertalk Mississippi News. To read this story in its entirety, log on to supertalk.fm. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf magazines, the Augusta you can play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. How old is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation? Next year we'll be celebrating our 100th anniversary. Since 1922, our purpose has been to provide a unified voice for Mississippi farmers in the legislative arena and serve as a leader in the state's agricultural community. After a century, we remain as committed as we were day one. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Big news 
sports fans. Sports Talk Mississippi, the SIPS sports leader, covering the teams you care about. Exciting news. This afternoon at 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. You can now watch Super Talk Mississippi on your YouTube, Roku, and on Amazon Fire devices. Plus, you can now watch Super Talk TV live on Seaspire TV Channel 70. Just go to supertalk.fm slash connect to find out more. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I really enjoyed that conversation with my friend Chris Gorris. Uh, we ran out of time, unfortunately, but one of the things that, that uh, he was talking about was um, how successful uh, you know the foundation really worked so hard on the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund, and the fact that the Board of Trustees has now been appointed and they're all coming together. It's exciting. It's exciting that we're moving in a direction that can put Mississippi in a position where they're leading in this area again. And uh, it will have generational impact for many, many years to come, spending millions and millions of dollars and, and creating a fund that can be matched by the federal government so that we can uh, you know, leave a legacy for our kids. That's super exciting, super exciting. And, and, again, our prayers are out to the people of Florida and Chris and his family and his business interests uh, over there. I have a brother-in-law that lives in Tampa and, uh, and other, other very close friends that are there now. So we, we pray that they don't have to take... Uh, what the forecast is saying they're going to have to take as, as it relates to this hurricane. So now let's move over and bring my friend Anthony Ballard. Uh, he's a nuisance species program biologist for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. He was back on the show, and he was on the show, excuse me, back in January, and we had a terrific conversation about their nuisance program at the at the department and also the, the, the wild hog trapping that they were going to do when we talked last January after the season was over. So I'm looking forward to getting an update from, from him. So how you doing, Anthony? Doing well. I'm uh, I'm on the back porch, man. I'm just enjoying a little bit of this cooler weather and hope it holds up. You know, this time of year, you never know. Yeah, that that is for sure. I was up in the Delta this, this past weekend, and it was dry and warm. Man, or let me put it another way. It was dry and hot, which I know, you know, our farmer friends are loving it because they're getting a chance to, to harvest and really good conditions for doing that. I'm sure that's what you're hearing as well. Yeah, and in the Delta, for some reason, it always seems hotter than everywhere else or colder than everywhere else, depending on what time of season. There's just no in-between, man. That's right. I mean, we got up, we got up uh, it was in the low 60s Saturday morning, and uh, it was baking, you know, by you know noon or, or one. So that that's just yeah. typical, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it doesn't take long. <laughs> so uh, the last time we visited, we talked a little bit about your past. We won't go so much into that, but you you uh, you went to uh, Mississippi State, but you also spent some time. You got your master's degree from the University of Louisiana in Monroe, and you, and you spent some time actually with the Louisiana Department of Wildlife uh, and Fisheries from uh, 2012 to 2015, and then you came back over to Mississippi and became an employee for the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks back in 2015, and you represent like so many of the people that I've had on the show. First of all, a good guy, easy to talk to, someone I enjoy spending some time with. But you know, we are lucky, and I and I, I just think it's important to constantly remind people of this, the, the, the number of dedicated professionals that work in the department uh, in all walks of life, it's pretty amazing. that you're, you're, You've got some great people that you work with, don't you? Absolutely. And um, a matter of fact, you, you share that story about my history. I remember being, I was either a senior or a junior in high school, and William McKinley, who is still to this day our um, a good colleague of mine and, and our uh, deer program coordinator, 
we we chatted at a it was an extravaganza I think in Canton or Madison somewhere like that. And I was a high school kid. I knew what I wanted to do, but didn't know exactly how to get there. And I I still remember the conversation that we had of him kind of mentoring me in those you know forty five minutes or so that I took up of his time. Uh, you know, to kind of guide me to tell me, you know, do's and don'ts, uh, you know, just kind of overall um, things that were going to form where I am today. And, uh, you know, so that's one thing that I always try to do is is invest in, you know, kids coming up that want to do the same thing that we do and, you know, appreciate those that have gone before and kind of laid that path ahead of us. And so it's really a, a unique thing where you have people that are, I mean, you will not meet anybody in our bureau that's not passionate about what they do. And, and that's something that I really, it shows in, in the work that we do and it shows in uh, just, just everyday, you know, everyday work, everyday tasks. Well, regular listeners of Super Talk Outdoors knows that, uh, knows that really well because, you know, they share their passion here on this show. And William McKinley among them, man, what a, I really, he's been on the shows numerous times. Uh, the work that he's done in the Whitetail Deer Program from Mississippi and the, 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 uh, the collars that they're putting on, the GPS tracking that they're doing. Maybe, you know, again, they're learning some incredible stuff. But I can see how a young guy, uh, a young Anthony Ballard, could be uh, could be uh, influenced by somebody like William McKinley because of his passion for what he's doing. Yep, absolutely. And um, and it's you know, it's just one of those things where you you just the only thing you can do is really just take that and say, okay, I'm gonna. I'm going to pay that forward and pass it down to somebody else whenever I get an opportunity to. You know, <laughs> it's true, man. You're doing generational work, and that's why, you know, when I talk about Mississippi being the capital of the outdoors in America, we didn't get here accidentally. There were there's a lot of people in the trenches at the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, biologists and conservation officers, and you know, program leaders, and and so many different types of programs that are designed. To, to increase our ability to enjoy the outdoors today and well into the future. We want our kids and our kids' kids to have the opportunity to have the, the incredible resources that we have access to. And we didn't get there accidentally. We, we just didn't get here accidentally. It takes a lot of hard work, a lot of research, a lot of work. And frankly, the work that Anthony Ballard is doing in the Nuisance Species Program is among some of the most important work. And there's a, I mean, I, I'm not overstating that, am I, Anthony? I mean, everything kind of fits together to to achieve that goal of conservation. You know, like conservation is one of those words that's overused in the outdoor community, I think. But when you when you understand what it really means and how everything fits together and works, it's it's one of those things where, you know, I'm me, William McKinley, our enforcement guys, our fisheries, the, the museum, that everybody has their own cog their, their own their own notch and that, that makes the whole machine of conservation work so it's really a, a cool thing to be a part of hey so listen we'll get into some specifics about how the hog um, program is going the hog um, um, trapping program is going and whatever else you want to talk about but before we get into that kind of get people an overview when we talk about a nuisance species program biologist what, what do you do on a daily basis so I'll go back to the um, the original job that I had, uh, or I guess how that how that job came to be. So, Ricky Flint, he's probably I'm sure he's been on the show also. Uh, at the time before I came on, he was the nuisance fur bearer and alligator 
coordinator. So he had all of those things under his purview. And as Wild Hogs became more and more of a of an issue, more, more of something that required more and more time, uh, the agency decided at that point, back, this was back in 2015, to kind of uh, segregate that out and make it its own position because there was enough work there to to you know have another full time trained person on that. Uh, so meanwhile, you mentioned that I'd spent some time in Louisiana. Um, so basically, I was I graduated from Mississippi State in, in 2012, went to um, University of Louisiana at Monroe, and then I was doing hog work and, and some disease work and stuff in out of the Baton Rouge office there. And so I was actually building, uh, and my graduate project was also with wild hogs. And so I was kind of building all that that experience. Uh, and and so when I came back. The position that they were looking for, you know, to, to concentrate on wild hog issues was something that I had been preparing for without really knowing it for the last three years. And so, uh, it's, you know, there's a, I, I can't call it a coincidence. You know, I think it was something that somewhere that I was supposed to be, but, um, anyway, fortunate to be here and, um, and have kind of been able to take this program and, and make out of it you know where I think it needs to go it provides a lot of freedom and um and it's something that I've really enjoyed kind of learning along the way you know as I've gone well if we weren't aggressive with our wild hog management process they would literally take over there's so much great science out there about how bad it could be it's tough now but can you imagine if we didn't have the trapping program and all the other efforts to try to control it and this is one of those programs and 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 there are many like it where it's just not a public land project i mean you're talking about between 80 and 90 percent of the land in mississippi is privately owned so you've got to aggressively be engaged in private lands in order to have any impact whatsoever so you guys have designed this really massive plan and uh, and you've had a lot of success, haven't you? We're getting close to the end of this segment. We'll you know you can start now. I'll let you know when we we need we'll pick it up on the other side here in just a second. But you've had a lot of success, haven't you? Sure. Um, yeah. We so what we do is provide technical guidance, um, and then Mississippi Department of Agriculture and Commerce has really stepped up to the plate with their their trap lending program. And so uh, between the two, it's been it's been a really good thing on private lands. Like I said, I get to provide. Um, information of exactly how to trap because we know it's the best way, but there's definitely a methodology that you need to follow in order to to make that happen the best way it can uh, and to be effective doing it. We're having a conversation with uh, my friend. This is his second appearance on Super Talk Outdoors, and we'll have him again in the future because he's a good guy. His name is Anthony Ballard. He's a nuisance species program biologist. When we come back, we'll talk about the process for trapping hogs. And if you missed our last conversation, we'll also talk about advancing technology and how it really kind of helps this process along. We'll see you after this break. Land gone. 
Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janny King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. Jenny King, the king of clean. Hi, this is Keith Halsey with Halsey Insurance. As your local independent insurance agency, we guarantee fast answers and friendly service. When you have questions, we're here with answers you can trust. Our specialty is home, auto, life, and all types of business insurance. Partnering with the top insurance carriers, let us shop your insurance and do the heavy lifting. We'll find you the best coverages with the lowest rates. Call 601-856-7707 or Halsey Insurance.com. That's H-A-W-S-E-Y Insurance.com. Rogers Dev Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabs fleet. Call the Rogers Dabs business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dabs Chevrolet. Find new roads. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated, located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees, shrubs, and fall color plants. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 20 to 50% off, and for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, fall pumpkins, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to call 911 at the onset of symptoms of a stroke or heart attack. As soon as paramedics arrive, they perform an ECG, start an IV, and administer medications to stabilize your heart. If you're having a stroke, paramedics provide stabilizing treatment and know which hospitals are best prepared to manage your type of stroke. In both cases, paramedics call ahead so emergency, cardiac care, or stroke teams will be ready when you arrive. Every second counts. Dial 911 for heart attack or stroke. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. In one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Kudzu Walls and Fall Football, a Gulf Coast sunset. And a deal to die. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have my friend Anthony Ballard. He's a nuisance programs, uh, nuisance species program biologist for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. I've had uh, the commissioner of agriculture on before, and he and I have talked about uh, hog trapping as well. But the truth is, in order to do this effectively, it's got to be a collaborative effort, doesn't it, Anthony? Absolutely. There's, uh, you've got MSU Extension, you've got uh, Agriculture and Commerce, you've got Wildlife and Fisheries, uh, a lot of different private organizations out there. And, and like I said, even in the wild hog world, there's, you know, every part of it is important because you have MSU Extension uh, and a lot of other universities that are doing research on, you know, uh, things that we put into practice as an agency, uh, as a regulatory agency or as a um you know, a technical guidance aspect um, that that we've used from that research in order to put in play, and that's kind of how that that all comes full circle. Is you get the information, and then you actually use it and put it out on the field. Uh, you know, to to kind of put that all together. But people don't actually apply to get traps from the department. They do that through the Ag- uh, Department of Agriculture. Is that right? Right. So I think it was. I want to say it was 2020 uh, that they first launched that program. Maybe 2021. I forget exactly, but. Uh, Mississippi Department of Agriculture and Commerce are the ones that actually do the trap rentals. And I think they're, the last time I checked, right around 30 traps, 20 to 30 traps that they rent out. Uh, you fill out an application. There's some, a few requirements that you have and agreements you sign. But um, essentially, that's that's what that is and how it works. But then, uh, like I said, I, we provide technical guidance. And then also, we're, uh, we're developing a survey method. Uh, that will hopefully complement that that allows either someone on private land or public land, really any property, uh, to track over time what you're actually doing with those traps. And I think that's one of the things that has been missing in, in wild hog management. You know, people, whether it be federal agencies, government agencies, or, or private individuals, you know, Farmer Joe on his farm, uh, you know, you trap a hundred hogs. Okay, great. What does that mean? You know, where are you going? Where have you been? Uh, and I think that's something that's that's really missing. And I hope what we're developing uh, with our agency can actually kind of be a complement to to everybody that's engaging in that management to track it over time. Anthony, one of the things that uh, Andy Gibson, the Commissioner of Agriculture and uh, Commerce, said to me is that in this collaborative effort to try to control hogs, they, everyone continues to be amazed that you can take out a very high number of hogs, but their ability to backfill almost immediately is unbelievable. Yeah, so there's basically two reasons for that. Number one is, is wild hogs are the most prolific large mammal in the, in the United, well, in the, in the North American continent. So, uh, you're looking at an animal that can breed up to twice a year in, in ideal situation and can also, are going to have an average of four to six piglets per litter. And so when you do the math on that, you can imagine how quickly, you know, they, and they can breed, um, you know, it, it has to do more with weight, but right around six months, six to eight months is when they're, is when those, um, those shoats breed for the first time. And so when you take all that into account, Yes, it can be um, 
it can be a big problem. And then also, I mean, I've talked to many people on their private, um, you know, uh, private property, and let's say it's forty acres or so off the Pearl River, and they're and that's all they own, and then nobody around them is doing any trapping, and it's like, what do I do? And you have to tell those people, like, man, I don't know, because you're constantly, no matter how many pigs you take off of your property, you're constantly going to be filling in. You're just creating a vacuum. And so uh, it can be definitely problematic. And that, again, going back to that collaboration, that's the reason why that's so important is because this poor guy spending, you know, hundreds or thousands of dollars on on traps and on on bait and, and trying to solve this problem. And everywhere else around him is a house fire and he can't do anything about it. And so it's unbelievable. Hey, we mentioned before we went to break that technology really has enabled uh, the, you know, the, the, uh, the trap effectiveness. It's pretty awesome how that's how that's advanced, isn't it? It really is, uh, and it gives you a level of control that you wouldn't have. You just can't get it any other way. You know, the, the kind of the old style, I guess, and and people still do this and catch a lot of hogs, but uh, would be a, you know put a corral trap and then some type of manual trigger where the hog has to actually manipulate something inside the trap in order to make the the doors close. Uh, but the way the technology has progressed now, you know, my wife isn't a huge fan, but I can lay in my bed and trap pigs, you know, and, and that's something that, that hasn't been around for very long. But, you know, once it came online, it was a complete game changer in, in the, the whole trapping because you're never going to trap anything that you don't intend to. And, and you can make it work with your schedule. In my case, you know, with our personnel, and it just gives you a level of control that you just can't get any other way. Anthony, we have less than a minute left, but let me just real quick. Uh, we can't drop our guard when it comes to hog management, can we? Absolutely not. And, and you know, I talk to people all the time on, on deer camps and that kind of thing. And they'll, it's like the, the three years or so where you progress and they see more and more pigs. And it's like you should have got to these at year one. Like when you get the first pig on camera, that's the time to start management. For sure. Hey, listen, Anthony, it's been a pleasure to spend some time with you this morning and remind people how important it is to control the hog population on their land. If we all work together on that, we can we can make an impact. So anyway, it's a pleasure to, to spend some time with you. Have uh, have a good day and good week, and we'll see you soon, my friend. Yes, sir. Sandy, you bet. This has been Anthony Ballard from the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Have a great day. Have a great week. We'll see you next Monday. Stay safe. Stay safe when you're in the outdoors. God bless you. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.